because anytime we're at the vet, like, oh, she's, I'm like, give me a minute, like, let me leave the room, and as soon as we leave the room, like, oh, she's an angel, I'm like, right. yeah, because she's scared, she's like, oh shit, I got. That's be like when I take Sammy to the vet, and he like just doesn't move. <laughs> That's Autumn too. Except yeah. Autumn, one time, um, apparently jumped face first into a picture of the outside. She oh, that was no. a window. Oh no! Yeah, poor thing. Autumn. She's sweet, but she's no. not that bright. I mean, she had the right idea, at least. Logically, yeah, she was. Oh, man. Uh, 3D sounds. That's like in a... Jerry was a race car driver by Primus. Lightning McQueen. So do you want to hear about me and was getting a fight with a carny? Yes. Yeah. Except I do. He, he wasn't actually a carny. He was an employee at Knobles. But, Sounds like a carny to me. So we get on this roller coaster called the Phoenix, and we're in line for like 20 minutes. Yes. Mm-hmm. You get to the top, and they're like, hey, we're going to switch the cars, which I'm like, that's cool, whatever, less Final destination shit. You switch the cars and let them run through a bit. Yeah. It takes 45 minutes. Oh, my God. So we're sitting to there. To switch the cars? So we're sitting there, and we're like, okay, whatever, like, let's do it. So it's finally our turn. We're like, yay, the Phoenix, woo. I take off my glasses and my hat, put it in Sarah's bag, and... She puts her bag on, like, the other side of the roller coaster where you put your bags to wait. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I go to sit down, and, of course, the Phoenix was built in fucking oh, no. 1930. And I sit down, and they have, like, little, like, seat holder things, and I can't fit in seat holders. And it's not oh, a... Oh, man. And it's not a... What do you mean by seat holder? They're, like, they're like little... Like, think of, like, a booster seat. Oh, uh, like, it has, okay. like, the edges. For some reason, this has it. And it's not even, like, a fact of, like, my legs are just too fat. <laughs> like, they're just too solid. Yeah. Like, it was, like, not pushing the fat. It was just the muscle of the leg. So I'm like, fuck yeah. it. Like, okay. I'm getting off. So I get off. I'm like, oh, whatever. Four bucks. I got my tickets back. I didn't care all that much. But I'm getting Sarah's bag, and I'm getting my glasses out. And this guy comes up to me, works here. He's like, you have to go right now. Like, walk, walk, walk. And right as he says this, my glasses fall out of my bag. And he's like, you have to go. He's pushing me away, and I step on my fucking glasses. Oh. Oh. In that moment, I was like, I might actually fight this fucking carny. Like, if you were just giving me five more seconds, yeah. I would have perceived that my glasses fell and picked them up and not stepped on them. Luckily, just popped the lens out. But for a moment, I was fucking... Did he it. say anything? No, he just took Sarah's bag out of my hand and walked away with it. Uh, oh, I would have fallen. Seriously? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I was very upset. Yeah. And by the time they got back down, though, luckily, I just popped my lens back in. It's still a little janky. But, you know, I could see enough to drive home. It's very angry. Very. I would be pissed. I was very. Yeah. My level of anger was one because it's embarrassing too when you don't fit on a roller coaster. That wasn't that big of a deal. Yeah. You know, I had a similar experience. I was at uh, Six Flags mm-hmm. and on El Toro, the wooden roller coaster. Mm-hmm. It's a pull down, and I have massive legs, thunder thighs. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing I can do about it. No, it's literally just muscle, and and. They go to pull the lap bar down and they can't get it. Like the guy is full on jumping and pushing down. Oh. I think that's even worse. Like, dude, don't jump. And like it's just not fitting. And they're and they're not moving. The worst was there was this like really big fat guy right in front of me. Lap bar down. Lap bar. He literally picks his stomach up and puts it over the lap <laughs> uh, bar. I love and it. And clicks it uh, and they're like trying to jam it down on my thighs and they're like, You gotta get off. I was so I was uh, young, so I was embarrassed. Oh, I wasn't that embarrassed. I, could, it was didn't more the, like, I didn't get the ride, and I kicked the gate open, and I think I broke it. You're like, Ugh, angry. Give me a monster, mom. <laughs> Kicks yeah. the gate. Nah, I wasn't embarrassed. It was more like, well, not fitting on a roller coaster was like, whatever. Yeah. I'm not like. Well, especially if it's old. It. I'm not losing sleep over it. Things built in like 46. So I'd like, be more angry about the glasses. Glasses thing, I was yeah. beyond livid about. Yeah. I, I would be too. Very mad. But then I had some pierogies and felt better. Oh, well, that makes everything better. That does. Okay, two of the best things I had Knobles while camping. Pierogies? No, the pierogies are just Mrs. T's pierogies. They weren't anything wild, but they were good. Oh. 
Who's um, Mrs. T? Is that Brandon Pierogi? I don't know that. Do you know that? Uh, I want to say I did, but it's just like I'm, if you, not, if I'm not entirely sure. Go to the grocery store. Go to the pierogi aisle. It's gonna be the first one you see. Okay. Huh, okay. Frozen apple cider. Okay. Mm-hmm. Slap like an apple cider slushy. What is? Oh, okay. That apple, yeah, apple cider slushy basically it was phenomenal. And a milkshake. Mm-hmm. Ras or not raspberry blueberry cheesecake milkshake. Mm. Very good. Very, that sounds very good. very good. Yeah. Very good. Very good. Very good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's good. Non Italian accent. Hey, it's a good. Uh, it's a good show. What was that? What was that ending? Just, it's a good show. Oh, oh, I just watched this too. It's a good. Was it Carly? Rick and Morty. Is it Rick and Morty? I think yeah. it is. Rick. Rick. Are you Rick. sure? It might have been. Have you seen the gameplay footage for High on Life? No. I'm excited for that. It's have the, you seen the gameplay footage for the Harry um, Potter game? I do. I'm very excited for it. I am annoyed though. Did you see the plot line for it? No. Don't. Oh, is it going to ruin it for it's me? It's bad. It is. It is. <sighs> It is the house elves rebelling against the wizards, and you're trying to put down the rebellion. So you're literally fighting. Why? So you're fighting house elves because they're trying to rebel against the wizard masters. <sighs> I don't want to get the game anymore. That's a bad. That's uh, a bad plot. So you're, right? you're not wait, even wait, wait. fighting other wizards. Oh, well, you are because they're helping the house elves. Okay, now I got. I got to see. It's it's a up. bad plot line, isn't it? Stop. Yeah, I'm still gonna get it, but it's a real shit plot line. Come on, I'm gonna have to buy an Xbox for that for that piece of shit. My Walmart, by the way, has been carrying a ton of the Xbox X's. Really? Yeah. Series X? That's weird. Yeah, I'm gonna get a PS5. Um, I can look next time there. It's gonna storm. I'm excited. We need boy. We need the rain. Boy, you're gonna have to drive us back to our car. Yeah, <laughs> um, uh, maybe it's fine. The after show. I just wanted to give a shout out to you. The nice little sound bit of the uh, song of oh, your question. That was, yeah, nice. that was a good, good touch. Thank you. I thought I, I thought I needed to. I was talking about the song the whole yeah, time. Yeah, a little bit. That was a good touch. Thank you. Yeah, it's a really wild song. Um, I do. While Andres is looking it up to confirm this, I have a fun J.K. Rowling. Oh God, thing. Oh man, this lady is something else. First off, I think it's ridiculous. I tweeted about it earlier. They're like J.K. Rowling could have just like rode off the coattails of Harry Potter and like just stopped doing anything and been like the most beloved children's author ever, which had to be dumb as shit. Yeah. Yeah. You were looking at me really weird. So, uh, it was... I didn't know J.K. Rowling did release a new book. Okay? She did? Yes. She this did? Is, this is 100% factual. I just confirmed. It's, I just saw a tweet and explained it, and I'm going to read this verbatim. Okay. J.K. Rowling... This is at PK underscore Kenzie. Shout out, I guess. J.K. Rowling released a new book today about a YouTube animator that gets stabbed to death for making racist and transphobic animations, and it's 600 pages longer than Dune. This book is 1,128 pages long. Is this a parody, or is this real? No, that's 100% factual. That happened. I can't confirm. She's the racist, transphobic one. Yes. Is she trying to, like, make herself look better? I mean... I don't know. Yeah, she's trying to be the hero, I guess. the YouTuber is... Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so yes. Yeah, the YouTuber is the hero. Like you're trying, you're supposed to feel bad for them and like help. Like the stories, this person trying to like prove that they were targeted by like the I don't know the far left, the social justice warriors, the woke mob. I don't know. <sighs> she probably made an animation like oh, identifies a attack helicopter. That's terrible. And they were doing like their wheeze laughs at it. Did you confirm the plot of the game? Yeah, yeah. So uh, this is from Upcomer dot com. Uh, I'll. I'll- Oh, this is in their section, the Hogwarts Legacy main story, but I'll skip like another little step of that. I'll skip to like the the most relevant uh, paragraphs. Uh, During the gameplay trailer, the narrator explains some of the backstory behind the story that you will play through. Uh, Your character is a fifth year student at Hogwarts, but is a new student at the school, so you'll need to be placed in a house and catch up on classes to learn about your abilities. 
Oops, that was too far. Uh, during the time the game is set, which apparently is the 1800s, uh, there is a goblin rebelling occurring. The goblins have formed an uneasy alliance with the dark wizards. These two sides are apparently planning some dash something dastardly and your character will find themselves right in the middle of the conflict it's unclear how your character stumbles into this but hogwarts will likely play a key role there i are... apologize goblins yeah. not, not house elves no that's fine it doesn't make it better <laughs> i know especially when uh, when you already deal with the fact that like the goblins were a very thinly veiled jewish yeah. um, analogy there are confirmed hidden passageways and other secrets that could play a role in the main story so i'm not gonna get the game now i'm just gonna wait for it to go on sale yeah seriously yeah it's a, yeah. This seems rough. Yeah. It does seem rough. They had such a great opportunity to make a great game. Yeah. Lord of the Rings just sold a bunch of their rights. And I'm very How ex- come they don't have a game, a to new who? game? So, um, the company that, uh, THQ Nordic, they've done a lot of decent stuff. Okay. I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm not familiar with them off the top of my head. Yes, Corey. That is the issue. That's why everyone's really excited. There hasn't really been a good Lord of the Rings game in a long time. Okay. There used There was a couple. They were yeah, they're the cranking towers, them out. The two towers of Return of the King. It's fucking PlayStation 2 amazing. and GameCube. They were phenomenal. They remade those Zach, games. Zach and I played it on the Xbox. It oh, was yeah. I played the fuck out of those games. Amazing. That was good. I played Lord of the Rings at Third Age, which is like a two-disc GameCube game. It was like an RPG. Jeez. Yeah. We had our own, and we had our characters that we always used. He was always Legolas. I was always Gimli. Me too. Yeah. yeah I, was always, I was always Gimli. Or, or Aragon. Oh, no. You know what? I take it back and play as Pippin the most in Return of the King. Really? Yes. I did like... I was always a fan of the Hobbits until Sarah. I was like, I hate to tell you're not a Hobbit. You're a dwarf. I was like, this fucking sucks. But I guess you're right. Yeah. I used to play... Sometimes I would play as um, Frodo, but... Frodo's cool. I love Lord of the Rings. Yeah. I but I was always usually Gimli or Aragon. Um, Thursday. Thursday? Rings of Power starts on Amazon. What's oh, that? really? The, uh, the new uh, the show. Lord, it's like a Lord of the Rings prequel. To, yeah. they, they took a bunch of stuff from the Silmarillion, like the big Bible. They're doing like first age and second age oh, that's stuff. Cool. They're excited. Isn't it? Speaking, didn't they have a budget of like ten million an episode or some shit? Stupid amount. Something of money. stupidly huge. It's not actually like a, it is. It, it is so, the budget for one season of the show is more than all three of the movies put together, and the movies basically create an entire army's worth of armor. Wow. Yeah. Um, speaking of Amazon Prime, uh, the boys. You should finally watch it. Jimmy and I binged it's it. Phenomenal. Fantastic. Oh, speaking of Jimmy, happy birthday, Jimmy. It's his oh, birthday it's really? today. Happy birthday, Jimmy. Happy birthday, Jimmy. Is it today, today, or the day comes out? Today, today, today the 30th. We're recording, okay. Yeah. So, so happy, happy belated birthday. Jerth day. I call it a jerth day. Tell you. You got a happy birthday, Mr. Prez. <laughs> <laughs> happy birthday. So I would have, man, I would hate to be JFK in that moment. Did, <laughs> did, you, did you watch. All uh, boys. You watched the last season? Yeah. So you know that commercial. Um, sure shot. Sure shot. You, Go out to hey, that one parking lot where he sings a song. The Deep. Apples. And they do they do his energy drink. Oh, yeah. You know they were making fun of the Jenner commercial with the Pepsi? Oh, yeah, yeah. I lost my shit. It was so <laughs> oh, funny. Yeah, I remember that. It was I, so good. The season, heard. it was just so wild. It was good. It's raining. Is it finally? Good. We need we needed that rain. All I right. think it is. I've become a rain guy. You know, the, so you know the um. Sorry, Andres, you need to watch the boys, man. I know. Watch I know. the fucking boys. I know, I you got that. three seasons to watch, man. It's gonna be awesome. Yeah. Binge it. That'd be a good thing. Maybe. To binge. Yeah, I'm, they're I'm only hour long episodes. Okay, that's not bad. No, you can get through it. In a and eight weeks. episodes per season. It's not bad at all. That's not bad. We at watched all. it in a day. Okay. Yeah. Um, you know that song when Jensen Ackles is on like the MTV thing, and he's singing that like weird rap. In the boys, yeah. This season, yes. They're like Soldier Boys on MTV, whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Sure, sure, go out to... I don't know, that was a real fucking song by the band Blondie. Right. It was the first rap on MTV. This fucking rap that Blondie did. Blondie, the British band Blondie? Yes. 
They were the first ones to have a, a rap on MTV. Your apps, your your face is my face when I found what? that out. Right? What? If you listen to it, worst thing ever. <clears throat> it's so there. She talks about the man from Mars who goes around eating cars, and then he runs out of cars. So he starts eating bars, and all the people in the bars. It's like something I would have <sighs> wrote about a rap in like fifth grade. Hey, that guy. Can't make an omelet without breaking a few eggs, I guess. I, I don't know if I, yeah, I guess. Yeah. I, I don't know, man. I don't know either. But God, it's good. Uh, Game of Thrones, House of Dragons been phenomenal. Episode yeah. two is better than the first. Yeah. I didn't. I just watched it out of the whim just because my dad had it on. There was nothing else going on. Gotta watch it. It's a surprisingly good show. Uh, I mean, I know. Well, I did enjoy Game of Thrones, but it's like still, it's like all the, it's like for the second episode, it's mostly like just like fucking politics and just like and politicking. And it's like, yep. This is actually fascinating. The only issue with Game of Thrones is I feel like it, it it's great. I'm not even going to say this as a negative thing because I love more content. But yeah. it is very rehashy of the first season. But then oh, again, that, that just where, is. Like, everyone, where everyone's like talking to each other. And, well, it's just like the whole plot line. Like, oh, marriage is spurned. Who wants to be the king? But I guess yeah. that is just ye old politics, though. In a yeah. Nutshell. Apparently, I guess that happened a lot. Yeah. I was going to say that's yeah. like every time somebody died, you had to deal with the whole thing again. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the Habsburgs. Yeah. Christian made a Bappin African peanut chicken tonight. Thank you. Yes. I think it's Ghanan. Okay. I'm going to lie to you. It's delicious. Thank you. I'm going to be honest. Okay. I judged it a little bit when I saw it on the plate. Oh, what a shock. You put it on the plate, and I went, this is a little... That's a stew. This is a a little sus. Yeah. (laughs) I didn't know it was a stew. It was a stew of roasted tomatoes. And I was a little hesitant, but I always try things. Not afraid to try a thing. And I tried it, and uh, wow. Thank you. Yeah. Probably the best thing you've ever made me. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Hold your applause. I said hold it. <laughs> good. Yeah, very good. Very, 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 very good. Thank you. I like making my friends good food. Yeah. yeah. So, uh... Wait. What? Better than that rib stew with barley I made that one time. Yes. Oh, that was good. Ooh. 100%. Ooh, what, yeah. what about the Guinness beef stew? We're gonna have to. You're gonna have to make that again because it's been a while since you made it. Okay. It's been a while. I'm gonna say yes because I don't remember it. Okay, yeah. he says better than the jambalaya. Easily a full calendar year. Yeah. yeah, the jump. It was better than the jambalaya, but like not by much. Okay, so see, the jambalaya is a fucking recipe I've perfected. I think. Yeah, yeah. So the jambalaya is like here. I just need to figure out that extra. The African chicken, the Ghana chicken. Well, it's also African. It's, just more specific. It's like oh, it's close. It's close. It's, it's real close. close. Okay. Okay. Um, do you know else is close? Start of episode 29. 20, 28. It's 28. Yeah. We went through this on the last after show. All you have to do is just look at I just look at the listing. Right. We only have um, two more, two more episodes of the season. Yeah. Oh, jeez, really? You'll get your fucking thing. I know you're about to ask. I wasn't going to ask anything. Oh, oh, I could see in your eyes. What were you going to... I could what see did you, where, in your eyes. What did you think that Corey was going to ask, he, he, he keeps wanting like a gift, a dumb trivia gift, and I keep telling him I'm going to get him at the start uh, of season three. Oh, I wasn't oh. going to ask. Okay. Well, then, I, I didn't make you ask. I wasn't going to do it. Okay. You weren't going to do it. I just wanted to know what he was thinking that you were going that you were thinking about asking. Okay. You weren't going to do it. When are you going to do that, bud? <laughs> 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 That's a good juniper impression. Yeah. Mm. I mm. shot a uh, big house today. I thought you were saying summer weapon? camp. Uh, the Canon EOS R and a DJI drone. Sounds destructive. It was. Uh, <laughs> no, it was. I was in like the big, rich neighborhood where like most of the Philadelphia sports players 
uh, by their homes because it's all private and wooded back there. Okay. Uh, northeast. Medford. Is that northeast? It's in Jersey. So it's not Philadelphia. No. Most most Philly players live in the Jersey side. The fucking losers. Why would they want to live in the city? If you're going to rep the city, rep the fucking city. Yeah, they live over there. No, it was like... I was 14 minutes from my house. Okay. I didn't know. Yeah, I was. I didn't know. That's yeah. Well, now you do. Sounds fake. It's not. Sounds fake. I can prove it. Don't fucking lie to me. Look. Andre, sounds like he's lying. I don't know what to tell you, man. I wasn't on this shoot. I can't back him up. See? That's just Joe. <laughs> I know. Doesn't he look good, though? Yeah. That's a great that's, picture yeah, of Joe. but that's not the house I wanted to see. Oh, sorry. That's not the brick house I wanted to see. Sorry, sorry, sorry. And you're just telling me that's in West whatever? I never said West. <laughs> oh, uh, Medford. You know what I can prove, though? Oh, my God. You could just be taking a picture in fucking Millville. Be like, this is the house. You're right. Theoretically, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it actually didn't give me my uh, location. Huh. huh. So, I stand, mm. so I feel very vindicated in this moment that you could have been anywhere in the fucking world in that moment. But I promise you I wasn't. Okay, okay you well, weren't. If you promise, I guess. Yeah. And I know you don't want to have, like... Bottom, bottom line, nice Here house. you go. This is the same picture of the chair. Look at the geotech. It still means nothing. Yeah. It says Medford. No, it doesn't. Where? Right here at the bottom. Oh. I, honestly, I was looking at the map, which is like nothing oh, but guess. like. Does anybody green and have white a blotches? map? Anybody maybe happen to know how the hell to do this? I saw Dear Hansen last week. Oh, is that a song from it? Yeah. So good. It's my second time seeing it. Nice. Is it really? Yeah. Remember I saw it with Ben Platt in New York. Oh, yeah, on Broadway. Yes. And, and he spit on me. On Broadway. That's nice of him. Not on purpose, though. I, you should have been. You should have <laughs> extra. I would have. Yeah. Yes, we know. Yeah. No, touring cast great, though. On episode 28 of Dumb Trivia, yeah. your questions yeah. are dumb and your hosts are dumber. I'm your, I'm your host, Corey. Corey. Yeah, I see. Uh, yeah, I'm just fucking I, I, on your. I was on your goddamn wavelength yeah, there. I, I seem to be both Christian and Andres. Yeah, and uh, together, collectively, we come together as trivia dumb. We're your hosts or questions, and you're dumber, dumber. I'm ready to get into it. Yeah, I, 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 saw the, I saw the cogs turning on that one. <laughs> they weren't moving quick. Oh, yeah. they, they were moving. They, um, oh, man. Okay, so. Yeah, Christian, what do you got for us? I was up in Knobles. No, you weren't. I was up in Knobles. You can't prove it. You didn't take any pictures. Actually, yeah, I did. You didn't show us? He's got witnesses. Sarah's parents have them all. That seems fake. I'll show you the pictures, but also the same in the same argument. I could just show you a picture of me in the woods because it's Knobles. <laughs> but I wouldn't believe that either. Yeah, I think you're not even real. I did show you a picture of me at a uh, Yingling. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. No, you didn't. Yeah, I, I did. sent it to you. Thank you, Andres. I was in Andres, the shirt. Fuck off. I, I was in the shirt you two are wearing right now. <laughs> yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, so that was a good picture. That Thank was a good picture of uh, you of uh, you and Sarah. It was, it was okay. It was a nice little. Sarah room. looked better. Oh, okay. It's it's given. <laughs> you shut up over there, little goblin. Um, so up in central PA, you know, mining was a big deal, especially coal mining. Yes. I decided to do a... It was? Yeah, very big. I know. Okay. I, I took s- a mine tour. Oh, okay. Oh, that's Didn't cool. we talk about this? I don't know, probably. Okay. Uh, they want to take me on a mine tour. So being up in coal mining region of PA, I decided to do uh, questions about uh, oil drilling in Texas. Nice. So, now I'm fucking with you. I did PA coal mining. Oh. Uh-huh. You bamboozled us again. Switch. Well, that's not fun. I think this might... I'm going to file this under my most boring subject. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you're ready to learn about. 
mining. Boo. All righty. What's the first question? Right outside of Pittsburgh. First type of this type Philadelphia. of Philadelphia. <laughs> question two. <laughs> right outside of Pittsburgh, the first type of this coal was mined in PA. What type of coal was it? First off, fun fact, there are many different types of coal. Yeah, know. I was going to really? say, there's more than one. Four. Hmm. Aren't diamonds made out of coal? Carbon. Which is what coal is made out of, but like not made out of coal. Yes and yes and From no. Derivative of coal? No. No. Still no. like you're you're not entirely wrong, but you're not entirely correct either. I thought they take coal and put it under an immense amount of pressure. They put carbon under an immense amount of pressure. Yeah. At one point the carbon turns into coal but then it moves past it. I thought carbon is carbon a solid? Yeah. Yeah. Oh that's wow. Learning a lot. Izzy's going to be screaming when she uh, hears I'm this episode. I'm not a scientist. <laughs> yeah, that's it's why like she's going to be screaming at you. Shut up, Sarah. Sarah. <laughs> I thought it was a gas. It's I'm not going to lie. M- what? I thought <laughs> carbon was a type of gas. Shit, now he's got me second-guessing myself. No, it's not a gas, Andres. Oh, no, no, I never said... Shut up, Sarah! You're thinking of carbon dioxide, you dingles! Right, so why... why, First of all... These are two oxygen making... So, so, sorry that I don't know something that you might know. I don't make you feel like an idiot. I'm not trying to make you you feel like an idiot. You just did. You looked at me like, wow, I can't believe you didn't know that. Did you even get a high school education? Yeah, (laughs) dickhead. I went to college. You're making me question it, though. That's not a high school education. Fuck off. (laughs) Yo, Corey, do you know how hydrogen is a gas? I thought that was a fucking solid. (laughs) You know what? I'm leaving. Oh, man. It's raining. Good luck. Sarah? Yes. Will you drive us back? I cannot drive. (sighs) <laughs> um, no, I just kind of thought that was like common knowledge. I'm sorry. It wasn't. So thanks for making me feel like a fucking idiot. Andres, it's uh, at least under this version that I'm looking at, it's literally um, classified as an other non-metal. So That's, solid. That is a dumb description because that means that everything is a everything is either a metal or another non-metal. Yeah. That's like in the yeah. universe. Or a, or a metalloid. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, the same logic. In yeah. the universe, everything's either coal or not yeah. coal. Well, it also doesn't label it as a gas, so it's got to be a solid. What about liquid? <laughs> I just threw a wrench in the whole situation. <laughs> it's a solid, buds. Yeah. I don't want right. to play this game anymore. Okay. <laughs> so, which type of coal? We weren't even on topic. <laughs> right outside of Pittsburgh. <laughs> yes. In a place called Mount Washington. This type of coal was first mined. What is this type of coal? Is it? Carbon. Bit. <laughs> bit. Ooh. Bituminous, bituminous, okay. Bituminous. Let's call it that. It's a good one. Sub bituminous, lignite or anthracite. Probably ligma balls. <laughs> ligma ball. Oh, ligma. I have four months to live. I got ligma. <laughs> What's ligma? Ligma nuts. <laughs> ah! Um, oh, man. Bituminous, sub bituminous, lignite or anthracite. Anthracite. You think it's anthracite? Yeah. I'll go with the ligma. Ligma and anthracite. You're both wrong. It was <sighs> bituminous. God damn it. It was a place called Coal Hill, which is now known as Mount Washington. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that bituminous coal, <laughs> what was it primarily used for? Was it the fuel for steam <laughs> engines, home heating cool, steam electric power generation cool, or primary coal used for cooking? Bituminous. Could you repeat the options again, please? Yeah, sorry, Andres. Fuel for being a little handy. I mean, you guys are getting fucking jerking your gherkins over there. <laughs> we're not. We're not in Dillsburg. We're talking like Central PA. Oh, sorry. Whoops. Because Dillsburg is known for pickles. Um, the yeah. fuel and the pickles are gherkin. <coughs> the fuel for steam engines, home heating, coal, 
steam electric power generation coal or the primary coal used for cooking. Steam electric power generation is like you burn the coal, creates the steam, spins the turbine. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. I'm going to go steam engine. Steam engine? Yeah. The coal is our bodies. I give you four options. But you got to choose one. I'm going to go. What's the first one? Steam engines. I'll go with that. You and Andres both doing steam engines? Guess so. You and Andres are both. Are you a huge cunt? Us too. Wait, can we even say cunt? Of course. It's empowering these days. Cunt, 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 cunt. I'm Ange Ballastone, a.k.a. the drag queen, Fat Girl Gina. And I'm Mike Fails, just a normal gay guy, I guess. And we're the hosts of The Big Cunty Couch. A gorgeous new talk show podcast where we invite queers and peers to sit, bitch, and be fierce on a huge-ass couch. While we gab about all things gay. So come get cozy. And cunty. With us. We're pan for platforms, so find us anywhere online and get listening, sweetie. Or watching. Or both. Otherwise, why the hell am I in full drag? And we'll see you on The Big Cunty... Oh, wait. I thought we were going to say that together. No. On The Big Cunty Couch. Mwah. Raw. I didn't realize you picked that, and by the time you realized that, it was too late. I wasn't going to change it. It is primary... Bitumous coal is primarily used for steam electric power generation. So close. Yeah. So close. Um, Wrong kind of steam. It's like the second best coal. Hmm. Yeah. Next to Cole Sprouse. Sure. What percentage of the total... (laughs) 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 I'm more of a Dylan fan. He makes mead. That's fair. I can't remember. They look the same. It's almost like they're twins. Fucking losers. Copy, paste, copy, paste. Why don't you get your own personality and fucking looks, losers? What percentage of the total PA coal production came from underground mining? Is it 100%? 93%? 75 percent or 67 percent 103 103 i'm gonna go it's with not an answer i'm gonna go 60 <laughs> what did you say 64 67 i'm gonna go 67 67 was there was there one between 90 and 67 75 and the 90 option was 93 yeah i'll go 93 93 and 67 mm-hmm. 75 percent you guys are both wrong oh God damn it. Yeah. Um, Who knew that Christian's most boring boring uh, subject would uh, would totally stump us? Well, oh, I did. I was going to say, here's the thing. Because uh, I'm in the same boat. I know nothing about coal. So. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, how many counties mine anthracite coal in Pennsylvania? Between four and nine is your range of counties in Pennsylvania. Do Sarah turned off the tower fan. Uh, seven. Okay. Seven counties oh, mine gonna, anthracite coal? I was going to say seven. I'll go six. Six counties and seven counties. Andres broke the streak. It is six counties mine anthracite yes! coal. Anthracite coal is also called hard coal. It is considered the most pure coal. It is almost 100% pure carbon. So most bang huh. for your buck when you burn it. So, so, if, so you solid? Into, if you want to make it solid, yes. if you want to make it into diamonds, that's probably the type of coal you want to use. That would be the type of coal you'd want to use in that scenario. Oh. Um, though it's called hard coal, it's not any harder than any of the other coals. They're all the same, like density yeah it's just a interesting term that's coal <laughs> i actually like that <laughs> um, so i just told you uh anthracite the best coal yes. what type of coal consider is considered the most harmful coal like the worst coal is that bituminous subbituminous lignite or anthracite the worst type of coal i'll, I'll hmm. i'm going 
Ligma balls. Ligma balls. I, I was thinking about going with that. Um, I'll go with the sub. Sub bit you, Minius? Yeah. Your logic kind of makes sense. Cause you think like sub. Uh, sort of. Yeah. No, that is actually the third worst. Really? Sub bit you, Minius. The worst is lignite. Yeah! All You're right. right. Yeah. Lignite is considered the worst coal because it's the highest moisture content leading to less heat for the amount of carbon dioxide and sulfur it releases. I knew so, that. Huh. Yeah. So you burn it, you burn it, and you're getting the same amount of bad stuff. Like it releases the same amount of shit in the atmosphere, but you get less return. Okay. It also, just for another fucking, I guess, fuck you for coal miners. When it burns, it also release a uh, um, radioactive ash, just naturally occurring radioactivity. Whoa! So that's cool too. We need to go find some of this coal. Lignite. Yeah. Yeah. So just I guess, if you were feeling bad about yourself, like boy, this is putting a lot of CO two in the air. It's like, hey, it's okay because you're going to die of lung cancer. It's putting a lot of everything in the air. Yeah. What, you got another obligation? It, it was the family group chat. Let, calm down. What do they have to say? Oh, um, uh, my sister's cat, Eastman Cronk, it was today's their anniversary of their gotcha day. It's Aww, their gotcha day. Gotcha yeah. day. Cronk, yeah. we're all opening our eyes and looking at you. Um, <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's so crazy that Yzma, it's only all, 745 and it's like dark out. Yeah. I think it's the rain. Yeah. Uh, Yzma, we're all crossing our eyes and looking at you. Ah, <laughs> they're good cats. Izzy's going to slap all of us. I love those cats. They're they're, oh, cats. they're adorable. They're fun cats. I like them a lot. They're devils. Yeah. Um, all right, so that was cool. Yeah. That was really cool. Thanks, guys. Yeah. No, that wasn't. That was uh, for, even though it was your less or the least spectacular of it, it was still quite interesting. There was a coal mining museum in Knobles. That's why I came up with this. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, we touched a ten-ton thing of coal. Nice. You it, didn't bring I, any coal home? No, I didn't. Um, why not? I don't know if it said what kind of coal the coal they was. They don't. That seems like a good place to have like just sell rocks of coal. Yeah, or even just like have one of those things where it's like here's like a shallow pit and here's a small pickaxe. Go pick out your own Go chunk of coal. coal. Go work. I think the funniest thing they had in that uh, museum... Well, first off, I called them. Like, there's not going to be a single thing talking about like unions and coals. There was not. Hmm. The funniest thing they had was you were walking around looking at all this like coal stuff, coal stuff, and you round a corner this giant fucking T-Rex statue. <laughs> and they were like, the T-Rex, it's coal. I was like, thanks, guys. It's weird. What, they made a giant T-Rex thing out of... Or T-Rex statue no, out of coal? No, no, they were just like, coal's a fossil fuel. Here's your T-Rex. Uh, and then, but then... But then, but then they're also like it's even better because then they're like, but T Rexes aren't coal because it's older than T Rexes. And I'm like, what the fuck? Did you just want to put a T Rex in your museum? Is that what you're I telling guess me? So. Yeah. Who doesn't want a T Rex? They I couldn't. Guess, they couldn't just... find another dinosaur that was older. time period correct, but still mm. just as awesome. No, it's weird when you think about dinosaurs. How we like think of it all as like kind of like a relatively compact period, but like the differences between I think like a Triceratops and a T Rex is like insane. It's... Like time wise, it's easily like, tens of millions of years. Yeah, it's insane. I don't know if it's over a hundred though. Wild. Yeah, we're so insignificant. You know what else is wild? In the grand scheme of things, listeners made a question of the week. Diamonds. Oh, you know why? Because they're forever. That's what I was gonna say. Because <laughs> they're under pressure. All right, stop. Collaborate and listen. Ice is back with the brand new edition. Oh my god, is he here? Sup, I'm Ice Cube. Well, Fuck, wait. No, Damn no, it. No, <laughs> ice. Oh. Ice, ice Cube is very different. <laughs> it's funny because Ice Cube ended up being the more family-friendly one. Even though he started out much less family-friendly. Yeah. Weird how that works. That's called diversifying your portfolio. Yes, it is. Mm. Today's sponsor is Fidelity Investments. Fidelity Investments. <laughs> Diversify your portfolio, motherfucker. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. 
dun 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 Roll the song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's dumb trivia's listeners a minute question of the week. What do we got? Anybody calling in this time? No, no one's calling in. Um, we got a submission uh, from Colleen's fiance, Chris. Oh. All right. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Colleen. Wait, is, is it Christopher or Christian? It's Christopher. Good. Or is it Topher? It's Chris Chris Topher, like the actor. Okay. Well, it's good because it was fucking Christian. Was that his name? Yeah. Topher Grace. Topher Grace. Yeah. Yeah. He Um, was in um, 2011's Predator. And uh, before we get into it, uh, if everyone out there could just send a little love to Colleen's dog, uh, Maple. Yeah. Going through some health issues right now. And uh, sad. Hug your pets a little extra tighter. Yeah. Maple. Yeah. Dumb trivia vibes. Yeah. Dumb vibes. We're sending you a button too. Aw. Uh, Chris sent us. He's uh, apparently a aerospace engineer. Um, at least. <laughs> meanwhile, meanwhile, we can't figure out what kind of fucking um, material type of coal is. Yeah. Carbon is. So anyway, his question is: How many single points of failure did the James? Shut the fuck up! Shut <laughs> the fuck up! This is goddamn Steely Dan. <laughs> Wait, 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 wait. Continue, continue, because he's now freaking out. What happened over there, bud? <laughs> he, I think either he knows this or he, do, or he no, knows about this thing. He doesn't it's, like it's, it. It's the same reason why I was mad about Steely Dan. Oh, so there's gun, no scenario where I can even have a <laughs> guess gun, about this. Gun to your head. You won't know about Steely Dan, nor will you know about this question. I don't even have like a good guess even given the options. <laughs> he hasn't even read the entire question yet. Finish the question, and I'll tell you if I feel any better about it. How many single points of failure did the James Webb Telescope mission launch and deployment have before finally becoming a, a success? Oh. Points of failure is defined as if any one of these things happen mm-hmm. the telescope would not function as intended mm-hmm. is it 344 274 324 294 or 444 they all end in fours so i'm yeah. gonna go back to what i said even after the giving yeah. i have zero um, suck it up and answer the fucking question yeah. uh, 374 that wasn't an option there's 324 yeah that was the one could uh could i have the options again please oh my god yeah it's 344 uh-huh 274, 324, 294, 444. I'll go with the first one. Okay. I'm also going to go with the first one. Wait, can I change it back to 444? Sure. I yeah, like 444. Okay. And the correct answer is A. How did you know that, Corey? Ooh. We got it right. All right. How'd you know that? I'm just super smart and an aerospace engineer like Chris. Yeah. Still no scientist. Corey, what's a carbon? <laughs> it's a liquid, dumbass. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, don't you see all the carbon <laughs> water they sell at Whole Foods? Yeah. Thank you, Chris. Thanks, Chris. We Thanks, Chris. Um, next time, Colleen, when you send the answer, answer. Yeah. put some spaces so I don't directly see it. But so it's fine. Pop up and it's fine. It's, it's been. All, it's, I get it. It's it's okay. We're not blaming you. We're just constructive criticism on how to make it better. Disappointed. Oh, I'm not disappointed. No. Um, Maple, we love you. Yeah. In your yep. floppy ears. Yeah. Hey, Maple, this song's for you. Roll it. It's dumb trivia's listeners a minute question of the week. Now back to the show. 
that was a nice tribute. Yeah. yeah. Especially the back to the show. Not as many, again, to the, back to the question, not as many points of failure as I thought. No. Uh, I seriously thought it was going to be in the thousands. I know. I know. Me too. Me too. Yeah. All right. I think it's my turn. Uh, only yeah. if carbon's a liquid. Then we're good. It's Andre's <laughs> turn then. It's my turn. <laughs> oh, no. It is so I had a little nostalgia. <coughs> yes. Saying so. I was on the Tiki Talks. Uh-huh. And I saw somebody playing Call of Duty uh-huh. uh, World at War. Oh, oh good game. that was a good one. And I went, that was probably my favorite Call of Duty yeah. because of the weapons. So you know what I did? Uh-huh. No, what'd you do? I did a whole trivia list of World War II weapons. Nice. So you're just going to give Andres the five out of five? It's going to be the first five out of five? We'll I'll see. I'll be curious to we'll see. see. Yeah. I did this specifically to see if Andres would get five for five. I'm interested. Oh, wow. Okay. I, I think you can do it. So, oh, man, the pressure's on. The pressure is on. You I, better, would, I, I hope you know all these. If, uh, uh, if we'll Andres see. gets five for five, I think one of you needs to do horror movies one week for me to see if I get five for five. Deal. I did horror movies. Did you? Uh, yeah. Did I not get five for five? For Spooky five? Month. Oh shit, that's coming up again. That is. Yeah, co- I was going to ask, are we doing that Ooh, again? Yeah, we're yeah, doing Spooky Month. Of course we're doing Spooky Month. month. Yeah. Good right. God. Okay. I think what? We get two episodes in Spooky Month? Usually. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we need to figure out a uh, haunted house to do. Yes. Yeah. I know we talked about this earlier, but. Yes. Okay. So. World War II. Yes. Shooting McShoots. What? Granada, that's okay. also known as Grenade. Okay. Uh, in, in English. Yeah. Was known as the Potato Masher. Okay. Okay. Was it the RDG? 33, the Steel Hang Granata, okay. the M2, or the Mark 1? Who's the Steel Hang Granata? Yeah, that, w- that was the second option, right? It was. Yeah, I'm going with that yeah, one. Yeah, the German. Mm, yeah, well, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Joseph, you, Corey, I also know my World War II weapons. The famous German potato masher grenade featured a ch- uh, charge within a canister on the end of a stick. Yep. Rather than using the fragmentation of the body of the grenade to cause damage, the stick grenade used an increased charge of TNT explosive. The grenade was ignited by unscrewing the end cap and pulling a friction cord, which started a four to five second fuse. Was that the thing? It was like it was on the long stick, and, yeah. you, and it like uh, almost like a tomahawk. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Uh, so uh, for it, for anyone who's watched Band of Brothers, uh, when they're taking out the uh, the German eighty uh, eights in uh, Normandy, they set off the charges that... The se- they set off the TNT charges that they brought with uh, those kinds of grenades. The stick design enabled the grenade to be thrown over a greater distance than a standard egg-shaped charge. Yep. Sometimes fragmentation rings were added over the charge canister to increase the anti-personal effect uh, and, and a further version existed where multiple canisters were grouped around one stick. This version was largely used as an anti-tanker bunker-busting charge. Yep. So does that mean, I guess, I didn't know this, that the Stalhan grenade was a concussion grenade, not a fragmentation grenade? I I think by definition that is probably correct. That's interesting. I always assumed grenades were fragmentation, not just concussive force. Yeah. Well, I think if you're close... Yeah, last so I heard, for most for most grenade hand grenades, if you are close enough to the blast, the concussion will kill you. Yeah. So that was just a little appetizer. Okay. Because I knew you guys would get that one. Oh, okay. did you? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Did you? I did. Oh. Okay. I did actually. Yeah. Um. Getting getting back to that. Getting back to that one. I think also with uh with that design, as opposed to like the egg shape, like traditional grenade, right. it wouldn't it wouldn't have it had less of less potential to roll past your target. Yeah. Uh. And also because of the whole um, egg-shaped grenade thing was a idea that ev- the idea was everyone knows how to throw like a ball. Yeah, I think chuck one of those. Well, no, that was that was the one that was specifically designed to be to. 
be the same size and shape as a baseball. Really? Yeah. That's, that, that's funny. Like, we're talking like, that's like 50s and 60s. That's funny. Yeah. Question two? Question two. Question two. Speaking of Germans, mm-hmm. number two. Okay. Number two. What machine gun was called Hitler's buzzsaw? Was it the M2HP, the MG34, the MG43, or the SG43? Okay, the MG46. So <laughs> like none of those are correct. <laughs> the MG42. Jeez, yeah. I'm stumped, man. Yeah, I know. Uh, right? <sighs> Just fucking say it. Yeah, MG42. Uh, MG <laughs> yeah. The MG42 was uh, shot uh, 1,550 rounds per minute. Yep. The Unfair. MG34, though quite outstanding, was expensive to produce. And as the war took its toll on national resources, the MG42 came about as Germany's answer to the need for a simpler mass production machine gun. The emphasis was put on uh, pressed steel parts like the MP40 submachine gun mm-hmm. rather than the highly engineered and machine construction of the MG34. Yep. What emerged from the design shops was a remarkable weapon. Far from a cheap cousin to the 34, the MG42 became the weapon of choice for frontline troops. Equally as reliable as its partner, this machine gun also possessed an outstanding rate of fire. Nearly three times as fast as any other machine gun on the battlefield, the sound it made was something akin to a chainsaw. Yeah. It's, it's just wild. Like, we need a cheaper, easier to produce gun, and all the German engineers were like, you mean better? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you mean faster rate of fire? Um, fun thing about that, very hated by everyone because they thought it was unfair. In the Battlefield 5 forums at one point, someone was bitching about the MG42 being an unfair gun because they're like, it's so outclassed, it beats everything. And someone was like, yeah, I'm pretty sure the Allies had the same complaint. Yeah. <laughs> Idiots. Yeah, well, that, that rate of fire is so fast that... You, it doesn't matter, yeah. Well, well, also, but it's like, it's so fast that you almost can't hear individual shots. It's just, yeah, it's yeah. one noise. I've heard, I've heard it described as uh, just basically... It's basically the same noise as tearing a piece of canvas. Yeah, it just keeps going. Yeah. I, I've, I was reading accounts of people just, like, going white with fear when they heard yeah. it. Yeah. The only, uh, I think the, the Achilles heel for that was uh, the barrel would heat up real quickly. I imagine. So also you had to burn through a fuckload of ammo. Yeah, there's that, too. So, well, 15, 1,550 rounds a minute. That's, yeah. that, that, that's more than the mag held, or the... Um, it was a belt. Or the belt. What was, oh, do you that, know what the length of the belt was? I can't imagine it was that long solely yeah. because you'd have to carry that. Yeah, it was probably so, like 200. Probably. Yeah. So uh, between reloading the gun and uh, changing out the barrels, that was really the only time you could effectively attack against the weapon. And belt feds can be rough sometimes reloading. Yeah. Easy to jam. Yeah. Yeah. Number three. Number three. <laughs> Question three. Oh, boy. <laughs> I'm not feeling as confident anymore. <laughs> uh, I was just gave you an entire history lesson about the MG42. <laughs> what submachine gun had the highest rate of fire? Was it the MP40? The Beretta Modelo 1938A, the Thompson M1, or the PPSH-41? PPSH-41. Yeah, I'm going to go PPSH. Yeah. Uh, rate, rate of fire was 900 rounds per minute. This weapon had its origins in the PPD 1934, which itself was a version of the German MP18. The difference was that the PPSH-41 was specifically designed for mass production, though the wooden stock... Uh, rather than a metal alternative, was retained. Following the German invasion of Russia, the submachine gun was rushed into production, and by 1942, it was issued widely. Uh, often seen in posed propaganda photographs, the distinctive drum-loaded PPSH-41 held a huge supply of ammunition and delivered it with a rapid rate of fire. It, yeah. was, it was easily as competent as the German MP40 and certainly better than the British Sten. 
another gun oh, that was just yeah. stupid as hell. Like, yeah. I always used the PPSH in uh, video games. No, yeah, I know. Because again, Fast, you, yeah. fastest rate of fire, you can't, yeah. you can't beat it. But I, I mean, know. of course, it was better than the Sten because the Sten was pretty what, much cheaply and quickly made. Whatever dumbass said to put the fucking clip on it, just extending out. That they didn't. Oh, like from the side? Yeah, from the side. They did that. I think the logic was that it was easier to fire from the prone position. Dumb. All right, this one's definitely going to stump you guys. Okay. Okay. What World War II truck was nicknamed the Deuce and a Half? Ah, this might stump us. One of the calls a weapon, though, bud. Mm, Yeah, well, World War II. It lined to us halfway through, changing up because we're getting all the answers (laughs) right. I see how it is. Well, I don't care, but I'm just giving you a hard time. All right. Go for it. Deuce and a half. Was it the Gaz 67, the Morris C8, the GMC 6x6, or the Bussing NAG? Is it Deuce and a half? Deuce and a half. What was the third option? GMC 6x6. I'm going with that one. What was the other ones? Gaz 67, Morris C8, and the Bussing NAG. And is this like a German word, or is it like deuce and a half? No, I think it's the phrase deuce and a half. Mm-hmm. What he said. What are the answers again? Gaz 67, Morris C8, GMC 6x6, the Busing NAG. I'll go to the 6x6 too. <laughs> no. <laughs> ah! I was trying to think deuces too. I'm like, I guess. Yeah. It weighed 26,265 pounds. Yeah. Holy uh, shit. 165 mile range, top speed of 40 miles per hour. The GMC 6x6 was a huge success, nicknamed the Jimmy or Deuce and a half. This uh-huh. 2.5 ton truck supplied troops from Britain, Russia, Canada, and the US. With a powerful Hercules six cylinder engine and high ground clearance, the Jimmy could manage just about anything. Yeah, it's a pretty yeah, fucking the, impressive the whole truck. First produced in 1939, this truck worked on all fronts and was especially useful when routes of supply were difficult to establish. Mm. A, a ragtop cab fe- uh, version featured a ring mount for a uh, 50 caliber anti-aircraft machine gun. There's your your weapon. 50 fucking cal. Caliber anti-aircraft machine yeah. gun. The standard format for the truck was a, a lattice timber canvas top cargo lorry. Steel-sided canvas and hoops bench uh, models were used for troop transports. I feel like I'm listening yeah. to like a Labor Day car sale. Yeah, well... It, and get it, down yeah. now! For, yeah. <laughs> get down to Ford! Uh, yeah. For, for yeah. half price, two and a half. No money down, <laughs> low interest! You come now, we Everything throw must a, go! You come now, we throw a 50 cal machine gun good to take down those Jerry's flying over your sky. You come on down to Gene Lotta Ford. <laughs> Tell yeah. him James sent you. Yeah, the I think deuce and a half came from like its weight because it, it would, makes sense two point yeah, five. Yeah. yeah, and I think uh, I think you had to modify the bed a little bit, but you could get like the uh, the quad fifties that are like on like the motorized carriage. Really? Yeah, as opposed to just like you know just one just like swinging on the roof. That's a fucking workhorse. Yeah, man. All right, this one definitely gonna stump you guys. Okay. You're not going five for five. Okay. <laughs> this is going completely wrong in everything I was hoping. The first time it happens, it's just two people doing it. <laughs> what was the most feared German tank of war? Before you guys answer, mm-hmm. think about it. Okay. And you're going to say your answers together. Okay. Okay. Okay? Yeah. For number five. Okay. The most feared German tank of war was the Panzer Mark V Panther. The Panzer Mark Seven Jaguar, the Panzer Mark Four, or the Panzer Mark Six Tiger. Does the Mark Four have a nickname? It doesn't. At least not in my. It didn't say when I was doing. So, Andres, I know you and I are having the same dilemma right now. Mm-hmm. 
maybe, but uh, but um, I'm going I'm going off of my inclination. You're gonna count it down on three. Sure. One, two, two three. three. Tiger, Tiger tank. <laughs> yes! 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 <laughs> this is it. Don't your history is made. Whoa! Uh, not only are we five for five, oh, two people going five for five. Wait, did you go five for five? Yeah. Did he? You fucking did? Yeah, I also know my... I, lo- yeah. I watched so much History Channel, played so many World War II okay. games. Yeah, that's fair. You know, Thank you, know, you. You know what it was? You know what it was? I think, uh, selfishly, I marked my point for the last one, but I didn't mark yours. Oh. Yeah. yeah, for the 6 by well 6 that one was done, stumped me. Boys. Well done, Well done. Thank you. That was impressive. Yeah. Thank you. That was impressive. Should I read about it? Yeah. Yes, please. Oh, so, uh, it was uh, 121,000 pounds, held a crew of five. Uh, it had armor 100 millimeters... Uh, four inches in the front, 80 millimeters, three inches size and rear. Uh, Raymond had one 88 millimeter main gun, mm-hmm. two 7.92 millimeters MG 34 machine guns. Had a range of 87 miles and a top speed of 23 miles per hour. In 1941, Hitler ordered the creation of super heavy tank for use in the deserts of North Africa and on the Eastern Front. The main uh, remit? Remit? The main remit was to produce a weapon that was capable of penetrating 100 millimeters of armor at 1,500 meters away. I didn't know that. While also having enough protection to withstand a similar attack on itself. By 1942, the massive Panzer uh, Tiger... Uh, I lost my place. Uh, heavy tank was rolling off production lines. Uh, exceptionally... Exceptionally heavily armored and uh, equipped with outstanding 88 millimeter cannons, wide tracks and and huge trucks of land. <laughs> wide tracks, and <laughs> sets of interlocking road wheels, all powered by an eight-speed Maybach engine, meant that the Tiger was a go-anywhere machine. Its greatest successes were in open country, such such as the Russian plains or the uh, Tunisian desert, uh, where it could roam almost without fear or meeting equal opposition. Uh, the large tank suffered somewhat in built-up areas where its potential could not be fully realized. Hydraulic systems and power steering were pioneered with the Tiger, and in many ways it was the perfect heavy tank of its time. Manufacturer Henschel produced over 1,300 Tigers before they were replaced by the even bigger Tiger II in late oh, 1944. However, the Tiger II yeah. was never widely faced, and so almost all Allied tank crews were more feel fearful of the tiger one allied tank crews tell of six shots from sherman bouncing off of a tiger's armor mm-hmm. and so the tankers were understandably scared of the tiger one yeah i believe what the tiger's downfall was now, i could be wrong and why the sherman eventually was be able to beat it was the sherman was faster than the tiger tank and the tiger tank had shit rear armor yeah, well, that's every tank, though. Yeah, because it's like because theoretically speaking, you keep him in front yeah, of you. Exactly, you know? but Sherman was faster, so the Sherman yeah. could just outmaneuver it and just blast it from yeah. behind. But I think yes. it was. I think it was faster, and also there was just more of them. Yeah. So, the Tiger Tank. I yeah. didn't know that, and I remember as a fucking line that sticks with me as a kid was Medal of Honor Airborne. Holy shit! It's a Tiger Tank. Yeah. So, what was your uh, your hesitation in picking an answer? I recognized the name Mark IV. Uh, yeah, Mark IV was a more recognizable like d- designation of tank, but I knew Tiger Tank is the nickname being a common used yeah war machine. Damn. That's why I was stuck with. I will say you almost got me on that six by six. 
Yeah, and you the, took a long time for that 6x6. the only six by reason six. I picked 6x6... Six six. It's because Andre's dead. No, I was actually... I was feeling a little guilty. Was it the only reason I picked Andre's? No, because I was thinking Deuce and a Half. That was the only one with a number in the name. And I thought just somebody was dumb as shit when they named it. Didn't realize what Deuce was. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. So I thought... See, I thought originally you said there was a 4x4. Four four, so I was like, yeah. I'm with a 4x4. Four four, but there wasn't. Um, You mentioned... Uh, well done. Yeah. Before we continue, you mentioned the... Uh, the M2 machine gun in one of yours. Mm-hmm. That's the so that's the designation for the 50 caliber machine gun. Uh, I heard from an interview from a soldier who fought in Afghanistan that if one of those 50 cal rounds fired out of that machine gun flies within 18 inches of you, it sears flesh. Ah, it's terrifying. Oh yeah, my God. humans are really good at killing each other. Yeah. Wow. I'm also gonna do a World War One now. World War One is the one that gets me heated. I, I have a World War One question. Oh! Yeah. Wow. Good segue. Yeah. But it doesn't get me heated in a good way. It pisses me off. Well, that was a good segue to this week's sponsor. Christian, you want to tell them about our sponsor? Yeah. Um, Pissed off. It is a new um anti-water spray. So you spray it on yourself, and if you get pissed on, you get pissed off. Because when it hits you, the water goes the opposite direction. Like one of those like hydrophobic things. It's nifty. Actually, I swam up a waterfall with it. It was so hydrophobic that when I doused myself in it, I got into this waterfall and the water propelled away from me so quickly downward that it lifted me up. Wow. I gotta get me one of these. Well you know what my grandmother always said? Better be pissed on than pissed off. Better be pissed on than pissed off. Exactly. Um No. Better be pissed <laughs> off than pissed on. <laughs> um Segway, piss Andres. Our families listen to this, man. <sighs> Whatever. They know we're weird. Yeah, I was going to say, none yeah. of this is that weird. Yeah. Sure, I guess. Yeah, yeah. So actually, I think this might be one of the le- <laughs> not yeah, as weird conversations mm-hmm. we've had. That's true. Yeah. We talked, remember two, four episodes ago, we talked about never washing our hands after taking dumps? Yeah. yeah we did? Stop it. Yes. What? What am I doing? It. Let me in. <laughs> not insertive. <laughs> <laughs> Joe and I have been watching uh, Spongebob yeah. on Paramount Plus. Oh, nice. Old Spongebob fucking slaps. Old Spongebob yeah. was very good. It's yeah. so good. I forget how good. Like, some of the best episodes, like, uh, when they got sand in his buns, the song, oh, when he kept ripping his pants. So good. Yeah. That was, like, the third episode ever. Was it really? Yeah. It went for Wow. It. I want to get a tattoo. You should. Andres and I are going to get matching ones. We are. That was the plan. We were going to present it to Christian. We were all three of us. We're going to get matching tattoos. You should get one that says butt. And I just should get one that says hole. And then like, <laughs> you'd be like on your knuckles, B-U-T-T, and then H-O-L-E. And then when you guys put your hands together, it says butt. <laughs> and, and then by accident, we get it on the opposite hand. And we can never. Or you both just get hole. <laughs> hole, hole. I would, I would get a matching tattoo with you guys. It's trivial. Not logo. matching, matching, but like that's Sarah and I talked about like similar vibes. Some, yeah, yeah, something in conjunction. Friendship tattoos. <laughs> like I said, uh, I said uh, a frog playing the guitar and a frog playing the banjo. And my name, Ribbit. Ribbit means Andreas. What are your questions? And frog. Yeah. All right. So usual, no theme this week, of course. So tracks. Yeah, but uh, let's uh, let's start out interesting here. Uh, the most overdue library book in U.S. history was checked out in what year? Your options are 1777, 1799, 1814, or 1864. Uh, was mayonnaise an option? No, Patrick Mayonnaise was not an option. Horseradish was not an option either. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say because here's my thinking. Yes. York College. Yes. Started in 1776. Okay. No, it didn't. 
Yeah, I don't think it's right. Uh, 17, it started in 17-something, if I remember yeah, correctly. Yeah, 1776. The year the Declaration of Independence was signed. <laughs> Wait. It said undefeated since... Wasn't that like 1746 or something? Hold on. Okay. Yeah. Take a quick pause. 1864, I think. 1864? Okay. Yeah. Corey. Uh, York College... Of PA. Of PA... Football. No. What's... Uh, what else should I type? Why um, can't it be football? No, just search your college of PA. And just look at the Wikipedia. Oh. Let's see. It's private. Okay. It's only $22,000. Yeah. Not hmm. that expensive. Hmm. That's uh, um, it has $150.2 million endowment. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> no, yeah, you're just giving us a random fact, yeah. bud. We're waiting. We're waiting on that football year. 1787. 1787. Oh. So 11 years after the Declaration of Independence. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So what were your options again? 1777. Uh huh. 1799. 1814 or 1864. So because York was started in 1787. Yes. I'm going to say 1777. Okay. Because York has a library. Okay. And this person clearly went to a library. Your logic is outstanding, my friend. Therefore, <laughs> yeah. it is 1777. Okay. Christian, you were going 1864, is yeah, what you said? Yeah, because the Civil War was going on. People had better things to do at the time. Okay. Well, Christian, you're correct. Yeah, people had better things to do at the time. <laughs> Uh, and for sure, Corey had it. Corey loved that. I <laughs> loved that logic. So you're, much you're effort was put in on you. Right. Corey, I'm going to need you to stop laughing because I got this from the Book of Unusual Knowledge. <gasps> Thank you, Joe. Thank you, and Aunt Susie and Gigi. So the book in question is titled History of the War in the Southern Peninsula and in the South of France, Volume 1 by W.F.P. Napier. I've heard of them. Yeah, right? I heard it was a pretty good read. Sure. Yeah. I mean, why? Don't lie to the boy. I mean, yeah. Why Why would it be checked out for so long? Christian. Wait. Andres can't hear us. No. Okay. I don't know how to read. <laughs> yeah, I can tell. I listen to you read questions. <laughs> okay. Andres. Yeah. I'm, I'm patching you through here. Yeah. Tell Christian to go fuck himself. <laughs> Christian, go fuck yourself. Hey, Andres. Much obliged, Corey. Hey, Andres. Yeah. Tell Corey. Uh, that's not nice. <laughs> Corey Christian says Fuck uh, off I heard him okay. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> Yeah so um, <laughs> uh, So according to a handwritten note In one of the book's pages The book was And I'm using air quotes here Checked out by Union soldier C.S. Gates On June 11th 1864 From the Virginia Military Institute During a raid So uh, Gates, Gates kept the book And it was passed on to his descendants Eventually the book ended up in the collection Of Mike Dow of Lake Forest, Illinois uh, Dow decided to return the book In February of 2009 To Square Washington <laughs> University The book's original owner Yeah, you had a book for, checked out for that long Why would you not keep it at that the, point? The, the amount of money that you would have to pay in late fees Would not even be worth Like, keep it, you fucking loser yeah. wait, wait till you hear this Turns out, I'm not gonna like it. Turns out, history of the war in the Southern Peninsula and in the South of France, Volume One by W. F. P. Napier, had been checked out for a whopping fifty-two thousand eight hundred fifty-eight days. The late fee was waived. Well, that's nice. Yeah, right. Still, square. but still, it's like, why would? Did you really want to be the one that that's ended a piece, it? That's a piece of history. Right yeah, there. I'd rather be the guy who was like, you, you, you see that book on the shelf right there? Never returned to the library. 
I like that in the middle of this raid, this guy not only like went to the library, he also like went through the processes and was like, I'm going to check this book out. Yeah. That's like steal big, it. That's big you energy. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. A fucking, just because there's a war doesn't mean I can yeah. all social well, conventions. And it's like he, it's almost like he did it, or that uh, Gates almost did it himself because he just, he basically would just like took a second to write down, I took this book from this, from this, from the, uh, uh, what was it from the Virginia Military Institute on June 11th, 1864? Is, isn't water just so refreshing? Uh, yes, last I checked. Isn't water just like solid? No, it's a gas. Next question. Actually, I think it can be all three. That is true. Yeah. All right. Um, so sticking with the American Civil War. Okay. Uh, who fired the last shot of the American Civil War? Or yeah, or, or shots just to just to make things uh, I guess a little bit more lenient. Your options are uh, General Grant just before Lee's surrender, just because he wanted the credit. <laughs> uh, a Confederate soldier spooked by a snake at Appomattox Courthouse. Appomattox Courthouse being the uh, location of Lee's surrender. Uh, the Confederate warship Shenandoah shooting boats, shooting at boats, excuse me, in Alaska. Or General Robert E. Lee because he never fired a sidearm during the entire war. I'm really sorry. Yeah. Can you repeat the whole thing? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I blacked out for a second. And That's fine. Uh, there, I, I was gone. I, I didn't hear. I heard Shenandoah, and that was it. Okay, cool. Uh, bottom line, who fired the last shots of the American Civil War? Okay. Your options are General Grant just before Lee's surrender, just because Grant wanted the credit. A Confederate soldier spooked by a snake at Appomattox Courthouse. Appomattox Courthouse being the location of Lee's surrender. Uh, the Confederate warship Shenandoah shooting at boats in Alaska... Or General Robert E. Lee because he never fired his sidearm during the entire war. I'm going to say Shenandoah. I think it was the snake shot. Well, Corey, you're correct. Hey! Yay! Five for five. Here we go. <laughs> yeah. You're Shut right. up. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, uh, wait for it. You guys want to take a guess where I got this one? Welcome to the usual Gigi Allen. Thanks, Uncle JoJo, Aunt Susie, and Gigi. Yeah, I got this again from the Book of Unusual Knowledge. Uh, the warship, and they said you never use that. Yeah, I can't, uh, yeah, I was a little weird. I was a little taken aback when I heard it. It's like because um, when they once they gave it to me, it's like I I think the first episode that we recorded after they gave it to me, I used I you used did. at least one of them. You uh-huh. did, or I used at least excuse me one one question from all from all of them. But either way, still feeding feeding our show for uh, yeah for uh, episodes to come. Uh, so the warship Shenandoah was a British troop transport that was outfitted in Madeira and was given the task of finding and destroying Union shipping. Uh, The warship captured six Union ships and resupplied in Melbourne, Australia, and while attacking whalers in the Bering Sea, the captain of the Shenandoah, Lieutenant James I. Waddell, I don't know why why he was called the captain, even though he was only a lieutenant, Mm -hmm. uh, received a newspaper in June of 1865 saying Lee had surrendered but also the paper quoted Confederate President Jefferson Davis saying, and I quote, the war would be carried on with renowned vigor. So Waddell continued uh, to attack whaling ships and sunk 21 more ships. In August of 1865, a British warship had informed the Shenandoah that the war had ended in April. So they're just sore losers. I hiked yeah. Shenandoah. That was it. Which made this about you. Yeah. Um, also, uh, last last. Last fun fact: uh, the Shenandoah was also the only Confederate warship to circumnavigate the Earth. Interesting. Yeah. Cool. I was on a boat this weekend. Yes, you were. It wasn't a big boat. Still a boat, nonetheless. 
Christian's just staring at me. He it's does that about, sometimes. It's, it's not about you, but we're talking about the Civil War. It's an important history. Yeah. Is it, though? Kind of. It's over. <laughs> Give it up. It is over. <laughs> You're not wrong. Oh, my God. One, let it go. We get it. One more time for the people in the South. <laughs> <laughs> we get it. The South will rise again. God. Golly. <laughs> Just give me my fucking sweet tea and stop talking, Lord. <laughs> oh, that I can't do sweet tea. It's too sweet. Really? Exactly. Oh God, it's I did. Sweet. It's literally sweet tea. Of no, course, no, no, it's no. sweet. Yeah, no, it sweet. no, 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 no. But it's like I got one time in college. I got myself a can of Arizona sweet tea. Oh, I love the sweet tea. When I tell you, I when I was drinking that, I swear I felt like granules of sugar in my mouth. I, it, it was well, like it was like that sweet. Like yeah. I took one sip and I'm like, oh, I think I consumed a too much amount, too much sugar in one sitting. McDonald's sweet tea is really good. Is it? Yeah, but it also has like a hundred thousand million grams of sugar in it. Well, yeah. My mom, it's sweet tea. My mom used to get See? the McDonald's sweet tea, but then she'd ask for extra ice, so then I would water it down. Probably then for, you're not getting as much tea. Probably for the best because yeah. uh, you kind of need. I think uh, you need water in order to digest sugar. You know what I like? What? Diet Coke. I can't do Diet Coke. Oh, Coke Zero all the way. I yeah. love Coke Zero. Better I can't do Diet Coke. Oh, they have I a new flavor of Coke out right now. It's uh, called like DreamWorks. Yeah, it's, it's, it tastes like fucking... Uh, it's terrible. It tastes like amoxicillin. Maybe you want to throw up. Like You tried it? Yeah. Fucking terrible. Um, I was like, like it oh, it's probably like Coke Zero. It'll it be tastes fine. worse than... Uh, what, what, what was the first one they fucking put out? Stargazer or whatever the fuck? I think Stargazer was all right. It, this it, was it, terrible. It's just really? like amoxicillin. <laughs> Coke Zero, Diet Coke thing. I can't <laughs> drink either of those. To me, they taste bland. You're really? bland. Yeah. That's interesting. What if your body can't like doesn't work with that stuff? Yeah. Like, well, also, sweetener. Also, I heard a while. I heard a while back that uh, the artificial. There were studies that the artificial sweeteners will probably do more harm. More harm to you than sugar. than actual sugar. So at, at that point, I just said, "Screw it! I'll just I don't know drink how the regular." Tr- I don't know how true that is. Now that more studies are coming out, I know what you're saying because I also um, know about how the sugar industry pushed for all the fake studies that said fat was bad for you back in the 80s. Oh yeah, because yeah. yeah. uh, there was that whole there was that like small little blip in history where we all thought margarine was was healthier than butter, and now they're like, "Oh, actually, it's the other way around." It's actually just yeah. one molecule away from being plastic. Really? Yeah, I've heard that mm-hmm. about Science a couple of things. Weird, man. Science is weird. Yeah. Um, is he so fix it? Adderall is very close to methamphetamine. I don't want to talk about Adderall. I thought I thought it was a I thought it is considered a methamphetamine. I think it's an amphetamine. It is. Oh. It's, a, it's an amphetamine. It's a uh, a uh, yeah. I took it for eighteen years. I was like, hmm, you know a lot about Adderall. Nineteen years I took it. Yeah, he took it. No, for nineteen years. Yeah, I prescribed it. I didn't even take that long. Jesus Christ, how old did you start taking it? First grade. I think you were just <laughs> fucking in first grade. <laughs> Like, I hate that when they're like, oh, we're going to give these kids Adderall. Like, maybe your issues are putting a bunch of, like, six-year-olds in class for eight hours a day and they can't sit still. Like, I wonder why. So, Adderall yeah. is a hell of a drug. It made me a bad person. As opposed to now where you're a great individual. Because <laughs> <laughs> now you're a very nice, pleasant person to you be wanna, around. Jeez, you want to... Fuck yeah. you! <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit! 
Damn. <laughs> burr, 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 burr. <laughs> there Damn. Was, it sounded like there was more to that story, though. No, it just uh, made me a mean person. Okay. Is that is that why you had the backwards hat and the lanyard around your neck? Yeah, apparently. Well, yeah. Well, that's... Uh, Luke Lacks, bro. That's a whole other issue. Oh, okay. But yeah, no. It's, it's a okay, pal. nasty drug. Yeah. Really yeah. nasty drug. It's got bad side effects. You know what else is nasty drugs? What? what? Andre- Trivia. Andre's yeah. is a question. Andre's yeah. is question number five. No, this is question three. Jesus! Jesus. Okay, let's, let's, yeah. So, uh, theoretically speaking, you could cook a chicken by doing what to it over 23,000 times? Honking it. Your options are... Honk. Scream at the chicken. <laughs> exhale. <laughs> <laughs> exhale onto the chicken. Fart on the chicken. Or slap the chicken. You slap. Can, you can slap the chicken. Yeah, both of you are correct. I saw the video. Yeah. Oh, did you? Yeah. I used to play the game. It's not there was a, a chicken. <laughs> <laughs> slap the monkey. It wasn't really that game, but I don't want to hear about it. Sla- slap the monkey. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I do it all the time. What? What? <laughs> s- slap the monkey. <laughs> what? Spank the monkey. No, you're thinking like the game was spank the monkey. Uh, it's a for jerking off, but. <laughs> Okay. It was on addictinggames.com. Yeah, yeah I know. Was, it was that? Okay. Yeah, it was called Spank the Monkey. And if you hit it hard enough, the music <laughs> played. <laughs> Good job. Yeah, I know. I remember the game. It was euphemism for jerking off. <laughs> oh, Jesus. We were talking about very different things. But no, but we were talking about the same thing. No, I'm pretty though. sure. I thought that's where we were going. No, right. it was a real game, yeah. Okay, glossing over that, um, <laughs> or leaving it where it is, rather. Uh, originally posted on the No Stupid Questions subreddit, the question was, and I quote, if kinetic energy is converted into thermal energy, how hard do I have to slap a chicken to cook it? And with Reddit being Reddit, someone will eventually come up with a sound, clear, concise, logical answer, which goes like this. Given the average weight of the human hand, the w- weight of the average rotisserie chicken, and assuming the chicken in question is frozen, meaning zero degrees Celsius, and must reach a temperature of 205 degrees Celsius in order to be considered fully cook, cooked, one would have to slap a chicken 23,034 times in order to cook a chicken by means of slapping. Also, by that math, one could cook a chicken in one slap if said slap had a velocity of 3,725.95 miles per hour. It's very wow. fast. Yeah, that is fast. Um, there's a YouTube video where a guy cooked a chicken. By slapping it? By slapping it. Huh. Cooks a little weird. They got up to a temperature that if yeah. they sustained said temperature for like 15 minutes, it would be fully cooked. Okay. So like, it yeah. was like, there's an asterisk on it, but you know what? Yeah. I don't I don't know of anyone. They still slap the chicken enough to cook to get it yeah. hot. 20, uh, I, guess, uh, I guess somewhere around 23,000 times. I can't remember the specifics. Okay, that's fine. But still, they did it. You have to look it up. Yeah. I did, I've seen that video. Yeah, it was yeah. a dude with a giant slapping rig. It was like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right, so, a fourth question. This is the World War One question that I had. Uh, during World War One, Tiger. In, yes. Uh, in order to support their war effort, Germany banned the production of which of the following items? Your options are leather jackets, sausages, cake, or glass windows. Which one did the Germans ban the cake. production of in order to support their war effort? Yeah, I think cake. Definitely cake. You're both going cake? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, close, but no cigar. Cupcakes. It's, it's sausages. Really? In Germany? Yeah. That's... Oof. That's... It's rough. Yeah, that is rough. Mm. So, um, I got this from The Guardian, and I'm guessing you guys are not gonna... This wasn't the answer that... Or this wasn't the reason that you guys think that 
that as to why they banned it. So during World War One, Germany outlawed the production of sausages in all of Germany, as well as parts of Austria, Poland, and northern France, in order to manufacture zeppelins or blimps, for like for uh, for another term. Uh, the Germans used Zeppelins as bombers during the war, and the reason that the Germans outlawed sausage production was because the German military needed a huge supply of cow intestines. The cow intestines, which are used as sausage casings, were being used to hold hydrogen, which is the gas that uh, that's used to make the Zeppelin float. So the Yeah, it wouldn't have gone that far. Yeah, so apparent, apparently there was some process that they could do where, uh, that, where these like intestines were the perfect uh like basically the perfect for lack of a better term bag in order to hold the hydrogen for the zeppelins interesting each zeppelin needed the intestines of over 250,000 cows in order to make enough bags to store enough hydrogen for these zeppelins to float how many cows over 250,000 just for one zeppelin that's a lot of cows yeah Feel like there had to be a better way. way yeah yeah i don't know man we're talking early 1900 so it, it was it's like there was nothing efficient it was just how are they there. getting this many cows they but factory farming's a hell of a drug there's the ni- in the 1900s factory well, farming's insane well there's that but also since they banned it they also right reg- they also regulated like the butchering of cows pretty much everywhere that they could yeah so like like to the point where they were to the point where they were saying to pretty much every butcher, you need to ca- you need a catalog and turn in your cow intestines. Jesus. How many zeppelins are still around today? <sighs> One that run on that run on hydrogen and have uh, no, just in general. Oh. The Hindenburg. Uh, five. Really? Five. There are five blimps that exist still today. Really? Right. There's one. There was always one in Atlantic City. That's one of the five. Yeah. Was it, it a real the functioning good, is blimp? The, yeah. Is the Goodyear blimp one of them? It is. Okay. I didn't know that. Let me let me confirm. I just want to make yeah. sure. Um, uh, the ban was lifted after the conclusion of World War One. Well, that's good. Thank God. Yeah, I know, right? You gonna confirm uh, the thing real quick? Yeah. Okay. Excuse me. Oh, I'm sorry. Twenty-five. Oh, that's okay. a big difference. It's still not a lot of blimps. It's still not a lot. No, but blimps. Yeah. I feel like are very not practical. Mm, yeah, not really. No, they're not. Yeah, but still, twenty-five. It's not a lot. No, That's it isn't. True. Okay, Andres, number five. All right. So yes. Uh, so for my last question on episode twenty-eight of Dumb Trivia, uh, let's uh, let me set the scene for uh, for this last one. Dim the lights. Yes. Maybe cue maybe cue some nice music. September fifteenth, seventeen eighty-seven, City Tavern, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. George Washington is throwing a party to celebrate his presidential election. Fifty-five of his closest associates are in attendance. As you can imagine, drinks are flowing all night long. Adjusting for inflation, what was the bar tab of this party? Your options are nine thousand dollars, twelve thousand dollars. $17,000 or $23,000. Adjusted for inflation for today? Uh, the article was 2018, but close enough. Okay. 23000 23000 Seven, for you, Christian? 17000 17000 for you, Corey? Well, Corey, you are correct. Woo! Fuck yeah. Good job, Corey. Thank you. Ah! You're welcome. Whoops. Sorry. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That was my fault. I dropped the pen. All right. So uh, I got this I from... the soap. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely better than the soap. Uh, so I got this from <laughs> Business Insider. <laughs> All 
I got this from Business Insider. Uh, George Washington and his 55 guests, along with 16 people working as musicians, servers, and hosts, among other positions, I imagine, ran up a bar tab of 89 pounds and four shillings, which rounds up to $17,253 in today's money. These guys partied like they didn't have to run a new nation the next day and drank all of the following. 54 bottles of Madeira, 60 bottles of Bordeaux, 8 bottles of Old Stock Whiskey, 20 bottles of, I think that's beer. Why did I say that? No, whatever. Yeah. Um, what was that supposed to be and why didn't I miss it? All right. Well, what, what are you, me? Apparently. Uh, 8 bottles of hard cider, 12 jugs of beer. Oh, 22 bottles of porter. Duh. 22 bottles of porter. Eight bottles of hard cider, twelve jugs of beer, and seven large bowls of punch. The staff drank sixteen bottles of Bordeaux, five bottles of Madeira, and seven bowls of punch. Uh, of the also of the seventeen thousand two hundred fifty-three dollars, about three hundred dollars of this uh, of this bar tab went to reimbursement to the city tavern for broken glasses. What, Interesting. Um, how many people were there? Did it say fifty-five? There's si- only fifty-five people, and they drank that much. Fifty-five. George Washington, 55 guests, and 16 staff. Jesus. And they drank all of that. But yeah, that was uh, 22 bottles of porter. That's ridiculous. That is ridiculous. It's a lot of uh, porter. All of that. Yeah, that is a lot what of porter. What are you doing over there, bud? Uh, nothing. I'll talk about it after. Okay. But yeah, that's uh, that was five. Jeez. Well done. Thank well, you. Long ass episode. We're an hour and a half. Okay, good. Well, but that's about typical. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah we'll so. cut it. Yeah. Well. Yeah. That was it. Yeah, that was, that was it. 28. What's the uh, final score? I know I didn't win. <laughs> well, it, uh, t- uh, since since you're since we're on the subject, yeah, Corey, you are correct. You got third place with a final score of three. Oof. Christian, Oof. you and I, Christian, <laughs> Oof. yeah, Christian, you and I have a slight issue. We're tied at six. I right. have a tiebreaker. You do? Okay. All right. I'll use my uh, after-show question. I'll okay. just come up with cool. another. Yeah, one. that works. Because why not? Yeah. What does M&M stand for? Like the candy M&M. Oh. Is it Mars and Murray, Mercury and Mateo, Milton and Margaret, Mansion and Macri? Mars and Murray. That was the first option? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I was going to go with. Well, shit, we are still tied. Okay. We're <laughs> so, so, it. Yeah, so exactly. Mars and Murray, oh, well, let me read about it at least. Yeah. Oh, here, sorry. Uh, <laughs> Mars and Murray, uh, for, oh, that was the answer. Forrest Mars, son of the Mars Company founder, first spotted the British confection Smarties during mm-hmm. the Spanish Civil War and noticed the candy shell prevented the chocolate from melting. Mm-hmm. He teamed up with Bruce Murray, son of Hershey Chocolate President, and the company later trademarked the melt in your mouth, not in your hand slogan. Mm-hmm. Did you do that when I, you did your no, M&M questions? I did, I did M&M's yeah. questions. Christian you did, did M&M questions? I don't think I ever gave the name, though, but yeah. No, no, you, yeah. I Christian remember never gave the, yeah. the hand, yeah. mouth, not your hand. I Christian never that. gave that. because I, I re- thought so. Because yeah. I, okay. I remember we were giving him, we were trying to, fi- trying to figure out which timeline, and we were like, which Spanish Civil War? Yeah. Right, right, yeah. okay. But yeah, Christian did not give the answer. All right, uh, on shoot, yes. rock, paper, scissors, shoot, Yes. two out of three? Yeah. All right, cool. Corey, are you going to call it for us? I will. All right, cool. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. And tie. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Oh. Christian wins the first round. Whoa. Oh, sorry. And oh. Christian wins again. Ah, Christian right. wins dumb trivia. Woo, 20. Season two, episode eight, with a whopping score of seven. Seven. Nice. Technically. And let's give a big shout out to Christian Andres for going five for five. Yeah. First Woo, we time did it. in dumb trivia history. Yeah, Woo. man. And I got three points. 
Well, that's okay. Proud of you still. Hey, yeah. That's uh, it's a wrap. That's our show today, folks. Yeah. Uh, thanks for listening. You know where to find us. All of our socials linked down below. Hug your pets. Hug your mom. Hug your yep. dad. Hug your brother. Hug yeah. your sister. Hug your pet rock. We yeah. will see you next week uh, for a proper after show. And uh, we love you. Stay dumb. Stay yeah. safe. And uh, anything else? Donate to us on coffee. Yeah. Check the description oh. below. Check the description that. below. Yeah. Donate, donate three bucks. We'll send you a button. Yeah. And Andres will sign it personally. See you next yeah. week. Roll the outro. It's Dumb Trivia, where the questions are dumb and the hosts are dumber. It's Dumb Trivia, you'll probably learn a lot of things you didn't want to discover. You don't win anything, but that's alright. You can look down on your buddies with your bragging rights. Hang with Corey, Andres, and Christian too. They're best friends, now they're friends with you. Knowing nothing is the only criteria. Come on, it's dumb trivia.